Welcome into the Lifeline Morning Show. I'm Steven. Thanks so much for hanging out with me. You know how I like to get your day started. On the right foot, right? Something inspiring, something encouraging. So let's do it. I've got a quote for you today. I think that'll hit just right. It's from Walter Anderson, who said this, Our lives improve only when we take chances. And the first and most difficult risk we can take is to be honest with ourselves. <laughs> wow, that has so many different sides to it, doesn't it? Yeah, so let's, let's just break it down piece by piece. Our lives improve. We're talking about an improvement. We're talking about stepping up, not stepping back. We're talking about getting better, not getting worse. When we take chances, what exactly is a chance? Well, that's when there's something in front of us and we're not sure that we're going to be successful. No, there's a huge chance that we will fail. But you know what? It's in front of you. You got to make a decision, right? Okay. Well, the best way to make that decision is first by realizing who you are. That gets into your identity. And so, you've got a question to ask yourself. Where does my identity come from? Do I put my worth in my stuff and in my own ability? Or do I put my worth in what God says about me and who he is in my life and how he helps me, what he says about me? Now, I want to encourage you to find that identity and what Christ says about you. Yeah, and how God feels about you, what he says about you throughout his word. That will fuel you. It'll help you know, you know what? This is an amazing opportunity in front of me. It's a great chance, and I'm going to take it because out on a limb with Jesus is better than staying in my house. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I want you to take that challenge today. Take the chance. Let's see. You know what? Sometimes it works out great. Other times it doesn't, but we learn from it and we're better for it. And that's what I love about it is because, hey, you know what? You get a do-over. <laughs> so remember that today. Whether you're actually going to go or not is beside the point. The fact is, it feels good to get an invitation for somebody to think of you, to invite you to a big event, right? Well, let me remind you of one thing, okay? Here we go. You don't have to attend every argument you're invited to. Oh, that one hits just a little different, doesn't it? Nope. Decline that one. Here's Citizen Way. I used to live like I was under attack Dodging arrows from my past I had no hope for tomorrow Now your word of life. Today from Colossians chapter 3, verses 23 and 24 in the New Living Translation of the Bible. Work willingly at whatever you do as though you were working for the Lord rather than for people. Remember that the Lord will give you an inheritance as your reward and that the master you're serving is Christ. Wow, you know what? You're doing it for more than just your boss. That's right. Do it as unto the Lord. Take that challenge today and see if it doesn't improve your day. <laughs> All right. You can find that Word of Life on our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok page, and at the top of our website, 885JFM.com. That's a place to go to listen to us whenever you'd like to. We're right there. Just click that On Now button, press play, and you are good to go. Right now, we've got people listening to us over in Woodville, Texas. Melissa, hope you're having a great day. And then we've got Joel Modis down in Palm Coast, Florida. Hope you're doing great, sir. And then Helsinki, Finland listening this morning. Thanks for making us part of your day. Now something just for you on the podcast. Hey, thanks so much for listening. 
I'd love to know who you are. Would you go over to our website, 885JFM.com, click that contact link in that top menu, and uh, drop me a line. Say, Stephen, I'm so-and-so, and I'm listening from here, and I'd love to find out more about you. Seriously. All right? You're the reason why we're here. Thanks for listening to the podcast. All right. Back to the show. Whoa, what a plot twist. I'm getting ready to tell you the story of three officers who were called out to um, a noise complaint. I know there's gonna be some brighter days. So the officers were just going about minding their own business when all of a sudden dispatch calls. Yeah. Comes across and says, hey, guys, we got a noise complaint. We need you to go and, and respond to this. So they didn't really know what to expect, right? I mean, people were just being loud. They didn't know what was going on. So they went to investigate what was happening. And what to their wondering eyes did appear? <laughs> but a family celebrating their daughter. Yep, it was their quinceanera. It was so much fun. You see, these officers showed up because of a noise complaint. But they stayed to celebrate this girl. <laughs> I thought it was such a cool twist to the plot. Yeah, these three officers, they're nothing but smiles as they pose with a, uh, for a picture with the girl. It's so much fun. So these officers, Matthews, King, and Johnson, they responded. And I'm telling you, they had a blast. They stayed. They helped celebrate this young lady. And it was a good time had by all. Yeah, in fact... Um, the little girl's sister said, Thank you all so much, Greensboro Police Department. You guys were great, and my baby sister is so happy that you all stayed and helped celebrate her birthday. You all were very understanding, and we appreciated you all accepting our culture and also sitting to eat. As a child with special needs and someone who struggles to have friends, it really meant the world that you all stopped by, even if initially it was for a noise complaint. We appreciate you all and all the work you do on the daily. So from my baby sister, Kim, thank you, officers. How cool is that? So many times we forget that these officers are not only there to protect, but also serve. And hey, sometimes serving means having a good time and celebrating a quinceanera. So yeah, it's one of those feel-good stories that I just had to share with you. I hope you're having a great morning so far. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. The reason why I wanted to read that particular scripture from Psalm 23 is because the table was set. Mm -hmm. Now, on this table, there was not delicious food. It wasn't a banquet. It wasn't for a feast. Oh, no. You see, this particular table was set with something different. Mm -hmm. You see, it was, it was set with ammunition and with weapons. And with eye protection. Yeah. <laughs> My daughter got the invite to go to Grayson Park's 8th birthday party. And let me tell you, they had it set up as the war to end all wars with Nerf guns. And it was quite a blast. Let me tell you just a little bit about it. So <laughs> my wife and I, we sat down at the table and we took all these little Nerf darts and we started going ahead and putting them in these. They had these like wrist um, wrist holders for the darts. So we started loading these things up. And I'm telling you, there had to have been 20, 25 Nerf guns on this table. So here we are, we're getting them all ready, and the kids are getting ready to come in and get them. So they come on in, they choose their side because, you see, mom and dad, they uh, really have it together. And so they had a green team and a blue team. They even had neck gaiters to put on them. They had the eyewear 
for everybody to wear so nobody got hurt. <laughs> so they had like the girls were on the blue team, the boys were on the green team. And let me tell you, there was quite a lot of trash talking going on between the two. There was just, you know, it was pretty funny. <laughs> so they get them ready. They get outside. And like I said, mom and dad are on top of this. Let me tell you what they did. So there is a trampoline outside. And on either side of the trampoline, mom and dad have taken Amazon boxes and they have painted them and taped them together to make bunkers for these kids to hide behind. So <laughs> team green is on the left side. Team blue is on the right side. And all the parents are standing up on the porch ready to watch this go down. And let me tell you, it was quite something to behold. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I just had to share that little experience with you. Of course, there was cake and there were, there were little hors d'oeuvres, things like that to eat. But it was just so funny how the table was set with Nerf guns. Oh, it was magical. And really, my, my daughter was so excited to get the invite. She has been knowing Grayson since they were in pre-K together. So, yeah, they play on Roblox and stuff all the time on the iPad. So to be able to get together and play was magical for her as well. So I just had to share that little that little piece of what happened over the weekend with you. Hey, I hope you had a great weekend, too. <laughs> but I thought that might just put a smile on your face. All right, more great music headed your way, and I'm getting ready to have some fun. Mm -hmm. I've got the car line competition coming up very shortly. Are you going to win a couple gift cards? Hmm, we're going to find out because I'll have some trivia questions, give you the cue to call, and then we won't give you one gift card. Oh, no, we'll give you two gift cards mm -hmm. because we want you to give one away. Not only do we want to make your day better, but we want to, we want to help you make somebody else's day better as well. So, all right, stick around. We'll do that coming up at the top of the hour. Here's Hannah Kerr with Ordinary right here on the Lifeline Morning Show. Say it with me in three, two, one. Give me the horn! That's right. That's how we get this car line competition started. Your opportunity to call in and win a couple gift cards coming up after I ask a trivia question. You see, what? how this works is, um, well, I know we got a lot of smart people on their way to school, on their way to work. Maybe you're just chilling at the house. It's open to everybody, but uh, I've got this question. I'm going to ask it, give you the cue to call, and then for your correct answer first... I'm going to give you a couple gift cards. One to keep, one to give away. So let's have some fun this morning, shall we? Here's your first question. This is for all those numbers, people. And yes, you're going to have to take your shoes off to, uh, to help count because you can't count this just on your fingers. You're going to have to use your toes, too. Okay, here we go. <laughs> what added to 68 makes 100? Is it 28, 32, 38, or 42? Again, the question, what added to 68 makes 100? Is it 28? 32, 38, or 42. It's 256-505-0885. I've got a caller on the phone line. Stay there with me real quick, and I will get your answer as I start this next song. It's Vertical Worship with Yes, I Will. There are moments on this radio station that take my breath away. Honestly. And I just experienced one of them. You'll find out why. Here, take a listen to this last caller for the car line competition. So good. Good morning. Good morning. Who am I talking to? Evelyn. Evelyn Hodges. How was your weekend? Okay-ish. Okay-ish? Why the ish on the end? It wasn't just okay. Tell me about it. What did you do that was really fun? Um, go swimming. You went swimming? Where? In my backyard. Oh, nice. Oh, that's so awesome. You got a pool. All right. Anything else fun happen over the weekend? Yes. What else? We went to where my brother and my mom went to a school trip. 
Oh. That can see the bandit war, I think. No, the Civil War. Oh, cool. <laughs> that's cool stuff, too. So you got a little history, got a little fun. I'd say that's a pretty good weekend. <laughs> yeah. But tell you what, I think we can make your morning just a little bit better. I've got this question here, and I wonder if you know the answer to it. What added to 68 makes 100? Is it 28, 32, 38, or 42? 32. 32 is correct. Congratulations. You just won a couple gift cards. What do you think about that? I'm happy about it, too. And here's what I'm really happy about. I get to ask you, who are you going to give your extra gift card to? I'm actually going to give both of them away. Oh, to who? One is my last year teacher, Miss Smith. Yeah. And what do you like about Miss Smith? really kind. Oh. And who's the other gift card going to? My friend, William. Awesome. Why do you like that friend so much? He's played with me a lot. Nice. All right. You've got some amazing people in your life and such a big heart. Thank you so much for calling me this morning. I will get these gift cards in the mail to you, okay? Okay. Can I talk to Mom real quick? Yes. Thank you. Hello. Hey, Mom. How are you? I'm doing okay. How are you? I'm doing okay. Hey, Evelyn wanted to ask you a question, but I think she got a little embarrassed. Oh, that's fine. What, what was the question? And she wanted to ask if you would pray with her this morning. Oh, um, yeah. She's having surgery on Friday for her ears. Uh, oh. So, um, she's having tubes put in, and she's a little bit nervous about it. Oh, I got so, you. Um, so, she was just wondering if you could... Um, pray with her yeah i'd be glad to can i talk back with her real quick yeah okay thanks hey evelyn hi i will be more than happy to pray with you are you a little scared about the surgery yes i got you well let's pray right now heavenly father in jesus name i thank you so much for evelyn i thank you for the person that she is how big of a heart she has And right now, we know that you're listening to us as we pray. You know that she's got a surgery coming up. And Father, you have given these doctors all that they need to make sure that this thing goes very smoothly. And I ask you to have your hands on them to let everything go perfectly, Father. And give Evelyn calmness. Give her peace about the surgery. Help her know that you are going to take care of her through this. And we thank you for a supernatural, quick recovery and for very little pain, if at all. And we thank you for it right now, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 I believe that he's answering that prayer. How about you, Evelyn? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. All right. You have a wonderful day. And I'm always happy to pray for you, okay? Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. Oh, Evelyn, thank you. Thank you for letting me pray for you. You know what? What just happened when I, I I shared that on the radio is other people joined their faith with us too. And so they prayed for you as well. That is so cool. I love when we can all come together and pray about something because I know that God listens. And I've seen him work miracles through our prayers on the radio. So I believe that your surgery is going to be just fine. You're going to be okay. It'll go great. <laughs> uh, and you're going to have a peace about this thing. You're not going to worry about it so much more any anymore, okay? All right. Wow. See, it's moments like that 
you just never know what's going to happen. And I love it. I'm here for it every day. It just, it humbles me. It puts tears in my eyes. It, it really touches my heart. So I just wanted to let you know. I Wow, that's good stuff. Mm. All right, let's get on with this car line competition. I've got another question for you. And I know you're getting close to school, so I want to go ahead and get it out there. So here we go. Here's your question. Which prefix should be added to legal in this sentence? It is blank legal to steal things. Should it be dis legal, m legal, l legal, or n legal? Two five six five zero five zero eight eight five is the number to call. See, we swap from math to English, so we're looking for the prefix which should be added to the word legal in this sentence. It is blank legal to steal things. Is it dis legal, m legal, l legal, or n legal? Two five six five zero five zero eight eight five. Call me up. Let me know and uh, win some gift cards. All right. Here's Leanna Crawford with Truth I'm Standing On. 88.5 JFM. Good morning. Morning. Hey, who am I talking to? Lively. Hey, did you have a great weekend? Yeah. Awesome. What did you do? Tell me one thing fun that you did. Spend a night with my sister. Awesome. It sounds like fun. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, hey, I want to see if maybe we can make your morning a little more fun. I've got a question for you. Here it is. Which prefix should be added to the word legal in this sentence where I say it is blank legal to steal things? Is it dislegal, illegal, illegal, or illegal? Illegal. Illegal. That is right. Congratulations. You just won a couple gift cards. One to Gunnersville Chick-fil-A, one to Albertville Home Bakery. What do you think about that? Happy. I'm happy about it too. Hey, what grade are you in? Third grade. Very good. And just scored some cookies and some of the Lord's chicken. I'd call that a win. All right. Well, hey, tell me about the person you're going to give your extra gift card to. My mom. Your mom? Oh, do you love mom? Yes. Why? Because she spoils me sometimes. Because she spoils you sometimes? Yeah. Oh, my. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, moms tend to do that from time to time. (laughs) That is awesome. Thank you so much for calling me this morning. Let me talk to mom real quick, and I'll make sure I have your address so I can get these in the mail, okay? Yeah, I'm here. Hey, hey, hey. what'd you think about that? Oh, it brought tears to my eyes. I wasn't expecting that this morning. (laughs) That is so good. I love it. I just, you know, it's always a magical moment because it does take parents by surprise when they shout them out on the radio. Thank you for letting us share that moment with you. Yes, sir. Thank you. So much fun. You just never know how these calls are going to go. First off, you don't know who you're going to talk to. And then second, it's just like all the love that's shared on the radio melts your heart. It's so good. And then, like she said, these parents, they just, they're not expecting it. And when it happens, it just hits them. And we get to share it. It's so much fun. All right. Hey, I've got another question coming up. Another opportunity for you to win a couple of gift cards, just like Lizalyn did. So uh, stick around. We'll get to that coming up after your weather and word of life. After a few words from our business and ministry impact partners. Don't worry. It won't take long. We'll get right back on it. Okay. All right, we're back on this thing. It's the car line competition. Your opportunity to call in and win a couple gift cards. If you know the answer to my next question. All right, let's do this thing. I'm clearing the phone lines to make sure I'm ready to go. So here we go. All right, your next question. 
It's a math question. What is 9 multiplied by 9? Is it 72, 81, 90, or 99? Be the first caller with the right answer at 256-505-0885, and you will win a couple gift cards. One to Gunnersville Chick-fil-A, one to Albertville Home Bakery. Again, the question, what is 9 times 9? Is it 72, 81, 90, or 99? 256-505-0885. Call me up and let me know. Hey, I want to play some music for you from a guy that's uh, pretty familiar with these parts. It's Joel Vaughn. He kind of grew up here, and the name of the song is Already Done right here on the Lifeline Morning Show. Hey, turn this one up. It's so good. I got a caller, by the way. I'll bring you their answer coming up shortly. 88.5 JFM. Good morning. Steven, this is Bobby Levine. Bobby Levine, what's up, my brother? Uh, how you doing? I'm doing all right, man. I can't complain. I'm having a lot of fun this morning. I see that. I've been yeah. listening. Oh, very good. I want to see if we can keep this winning streak alive. So I got this question for you. I don't know how long it's been since you were in math class. How long has it been, Bobby? Um, let's say in excess of probably five decades. Oh, that? that's quite a long time. So... Let's see if some of that knowledge has stuck around through all those decades. <laughs> Here's your question. What is 9 multiplied by 9? Is it 72, 81, 90, or 99? 9 times 9. See, there's a simple way to do this. Uh-huh. And I forget how to teach it, but you subtract 1 from the... the <laughs> let's just forget that. 81 <laughs> is the answer. 81 is let's the answer. <laughs> There's a method of cheating where you can compute all those uh, factors of nine. Yep, and I it's... I just can't remember that. It's that you take the two numbers and those double digits and add them together, and they always equal nine. Right. So, yeah, that is 63, 72, 72 yep. 63, mm-hmm. 54, da-da-da-da. Yeah. You got it, it man. So you got the answer. All that knowledge is still rattling around up there. You got to be happy about that, right? Well, we try to keep it engaged, that's for sure. <laughs> if you don't use it, you lose it, right? That's exactly right. <laughs> All right, Bobby. So you know how this works. You just won a couple gift cards. So what are we doing? Who are you giving them to? It's got to be for Miss Brenda. Miss um, Brenda. Yeah. Awesome. You know, you've uh, had her there in the studio a few few months back, and you know her heart. And I do. My heart. And, you know, we're just going through some challenging times right now, and... uh the devil is uh, winning right now. Mm. Truth be told, the devil is winning. I got you. And we need prayers. It's okay. like uh, the little one who asked for prayer, Stephen. Yeah. I would ask for prayer for Brenda and I um, just to work through these challenges we're facing. And we're seeking God's will. That's what we want more than anything. Yeah. Father, thy will be done. Yeah. And it's tough. Mm-hmm. It is tough. With all this human stuff around us, external influences and uh, words of wisdom and words of not-so-wisdom, it's hard. It's hard to know. I got you. Well, let's pray right now. Can we, Bobby? Yes, sir. Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, right now, I lift up my brother to you. You know his heart. You know what he's going through right now, the situation. You know the ins and the outs. Father, you know how to smooth this thing out. So, Father, I ask you right now that you will work in this situation bring it about uh, a good result from this that is the best for both of them father and i thank you for it right now that you're smoothing these things out and father if it takes changing some minds then father help them be flexible to to make those new decisions and father to be a little more understanding maybe and to be a little more flexible but father it's all for your glory 
and we ask you to touch them right now in this situation. And we know you're working it out for their good, and it's going to be a great outcome. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 So that'll be that address in Grant. In Grant. All right. I'll do it. All right, brother. Thank you, sir. Be blessed. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, Bobby Levine. He's been a longtime fan of the show. I love talking with him. And yeah, if you would be praying for Bobby and Brenda, that everything works out for the best. Yeah, good stuff. All right, I got some more great music for you. I got another question for the car line competition. But first, we got to get some weather and word of life and some ministry and business impact partners in here. But it won't take long. So stick around. And we'll get right back on this game. Okay? All right. We're just... uh Having a good old time. Doing this little thing called the car line competition. And I got to thinking about this. I hope Bobby's still listening because I realized what he did there. I asked him how long it's been since he's been in math class. He said, oh, probably about five decades. And I got to thinking, why did he choose to say it that way? Is it because half a century sounds way too old? (laughs) Just messing with you, bud. Hope you're having a great morning. All right. (laughs) Here's the next question for the car line competition. Now, this has to do with the map. Yeah, I just did the streaming map. So let's talk about a location on that map and see if you can get this question correct. All right. Which line of latitude passes through Australia? Is it the Arctic Circle, the Equator, the Tropic of Cancer, or the Tropic of Capricorn? 256-505-0885 is the number to call. And this one, yeah, I know it's a little advanced, but it's 747 in the morning. So I think maybe we can handle this. If you don't know it, of course, I'm your phone a friend. Or you can always ask Google or Siri or Alexa. So which line of latitude passes through Australia? Is it the Arctic Circle, the Equator, the Tropic of Cancer, or the Tropic of Capricorn? 256-505-0885. Call me up. Let me know when these gift cards. Here's Jordan Feliz. So the old phrase is, I'll scratch your back if you scratch mine, right? And sometimes we adopt that kind of mindset with our kids, especially when we're out on the road. They want something and we're like, you know what? We might be able to make that happen. And since I got you that, I'm going to get me this. And you think, well, you know, that's a great trade-off because it's equal. They got something, you got something, all as well. But um, yeah, sometimes it doesn't work quite that smoothly, does it? No, no, that kid wants a little bit more. So how does that sound? (laughs) <laughs> we're going to get into that coming up right after Cochran and Company. And thank God for Sunday morning. And I think you're going to chuckle just a little bit. I know I did because it's so relatable, because it's so true. So stick around and we'll talk about it right after this. Thanks for hanging out with me. So glad we can have fun together and do life together. Neon lights and stained glass windows, home bar stools and back row pews. Our kids, they bring us so much joy, right? Lots of times we try to use this whole concept of, hey, I did something for you. Now, can you do something for me? Yeah, that kind of thing where you're doing the trade-off, right? Teach them a little bit of responsibility and some reward at the same time. Well, for instance, so my, my daughter, Grace, every now and then she'll look at me and say, dad, can you pop my toes? And so I reached out. I said, sure, honey, I can pop your toes. So I, I pop them. And then I'll ask her afterwards. I'm like, hey, since I popped your toes, could you scratch my back? She said, gross. No. I said, why? She's like, because you got your shirt off and you got hair back there. I'm like, really? Come on. I just popped your toes. You could scratch my back. Oh, and uh, I dare not ask her to put any kind of sunscreen on my back because she thinks that's gross, too. So it's one of those things. We'll get through it. But anyway, she's she's a little stinker. Um, Speaking about stinkers, I wonder if your kid has ever, I don't know, dropped the ball in that 
category before. Yeah. It's like maybe you're out and about running some errands. You got the kid in the car and they want something. And so you're like, yeah, I think we can make that happen. And then you're like, well, since they got that, I can go to this other place and get myself something and it'll be just fine. It'll be balanced. It'll be equal, right? It'll be fair. Well, that is until your kid finds out what you're doing. And then <laughs> there's a little more expectation in the air. Here, take a listen to this. Can we get McDonald's? We sure can. Yay! Here you go. One Happy Meal. Thank you. You're welcome. Now let's go to Starbucks and get Mama's Happy Treat. Starbucks. Okay, I got my coffee and you got your Happy Meal. You feel good? I could be happier if you got me a cake pop too. <laughs> I could be happier if you got me a cake pop too. Come on, kid. You're killing me. You ever been there before? It's a little too relatable, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, thanks so much for hanging out with me. I'm glad we can have some fun. Talk about real life together because we all have those experiences, don't we? Here's Danny Goki. Tell your heart to beat again. Shattered like you've never been before. Now that those little ankle biters are out of the car, because it's 8 o'clock, we can talk about them a little bit. Hmm. I wonder if you notice some very questionable tendencies as your kids are growing up. Well, let's talk about how to get to the root of that. Sometimes I wish I had just a little bit longer to talk with those kids on their way to school. I know that they're in a hurry and they're in the car line, right? They're about to get out. So I ask the question and we get them the gift cards and we, we get to shout some somebody out on the radio, share some love, right? It's really a win-win. But I wish I could dig just a little bit deeper to find out more about what's happening in their lives. Because I know that our schools, though they're a place of learning, they are sometimes a place of a lot of misery. I mean, when it comes down to social settings and the way that our kids are interacted with at school. I mean, let's be honest. They deal with all kinds of emotions by themselves around their friends and their teachers. And sometimes, yeah, they have to deal with bullies. Never fun, right? You've dealt with a bully before, I'm sure. Well, you know what? There's a process that it takes to get that child to the bully stage. And it's by being there and being cognizant of what's going on while they're growing that you can kind of squish that out of their character the little things you can do to kind of tweak as they're growing up because that's what we're responsible for making these well-rounded people and really you've got to stay on it to be successful so the reason why i'm talking about it is because i've even noticed with my daughter grace from time to time she can have a tendency to be a little mean. And so that's why we've always got our ears and our eyes open. We're, we're always, you know, trying to correct this or that and help her be a little more loving, a little more gentle with her friends. Uh, for instance, she'll be playing with a, a group on Roblox or on uh, Minecraft, right? And we'll kind of hear them talking with each other. And for some reason, Grace is just not answering. They're talking to her, but she's not talking back. And we've got... Girl, if they're talking to you, talk back to them. Okay, she says, and she starts that conversation up again. And sometimes you'll notice an unkind word coming out of your child's mouth. You've got to correct. You've got to tell them, hey, that's no way to be. So if you've ever been worried that your kid is turning mean, I've got some tips for you. And these, I think, will go a long way. It's something I'm adopting as well in my parenting journey. And here they are. Because you want your kid to have empathy, humility, and kindness 
rather than being controlling, manipulative, and arrogant. So tip number one, tell your kid about their inner worth and dignity. If you remember, there was a movie that came out a while back called The Help. In there, the nanny tells this little girl, she says that she's kind, she's smart, and she's important. And you know what? That goes a long way. Speaking that into your kid's life because their importance really comes from within, right? It's not what they do or don't do, but it's more about their character. And that's an incredibly freeing idea, isn't it? Because regularly reminding your kid that nothing will ever make you or God love them any less, that's something every kid needs to hear. Because when a kid knows they're loved unconditionally, they'll find it easier to love others. What do you think about that one? That goes a long way, right? And I know you're you're working on that. You're already doing that. I got you. Here is tip number two. Help your kid to recognize other people's feelings. Yeah. Because, let's be honest, sometimes we have a tendency of just being selfish. Being all about me and mine, right? Well, we've got to help our kids remember that other people have feelings too, you know? And it's something they grow into because toddlers and preschoolers, they aren't naturally attuned to other people's feelings. I mean, just watch them from time to time. You ever ask them to share something and there is a meltdown, you know? (laughs) But you work through that. You help them get through it. That's what we do as parents. Number three, watch your own attitude when discussing other people. Wow, this one really hits home because, let's be honest, things frustrate us. Yeah, maybe something didn't go so well at church that morning or you were having a really bad time with with somebody, you know, and you get in the the vehicle on your way to lunch after church and it's all you can do to just keep quiet. You you can't. You've got to talk about what happened. So you and your spouse are in the front seat, the kids are in the back, and they're hearing this conversation go on. And they're hearing how you're talking about that other person that really frustrated you. Sometimes that can be detrimental. That kind of helps them to pattern their attitude after ours. And let's be honest, sometimes our attitudes stink. So knowing that there are little eyes and little ears always watching and listening is huge. And number four, the final one. Just encourage your partner, your spouse, to regularly be in this as well. And to keep the compliments flowing. When your kids do something good, be the first person to tell them that you are proud of that decision that they made. That they made the right decision. That they're doing, that was a great way to handle that. Because so many times our kids hear from us when they've done something wrong rather than when they've done something right. So being there to kind of encourage the good behavior Not just get on to them for the bad behavior, but encourage the good behavior. That goes a long way as well. So that's just four tips that I found that could really help. And like I said, this is something that I'm using in my parenting as well. It's definitely things we need to keep in mind. So I hope that helps you. Tell you what, I'm going to make it easy for you to find the article that I got these tips from. Okay? So I'm going to go over right now and put it on the 88.5 JFM's Come Together Facebook group. If you're not a part of that group yet, you need to be. So go on over there. It's 88.5 JFM's Come Together Group. 
And we've got a lot of resources there, a lot of things to make life just a little bit easier. Sometimes it's uh, it's practical stuff, like uh, back when the pandemic was going, where to find toilet paper. <laughs> and it's turned into more resources that you can use for your family to help, you know, help have better choices and help find resources available to make life a little bit easier. So just wanted to let you know about that. You can find that article that I just got the tips from that I shared with you over at the 88.5 JFM's Come Together Facebook group so go check it out i just posted it and it's posted it just published so you can find it there all right more great music headed your way i've got patrick mayberry with holy spirit come you know what i gotta tell you this little tidbit before i let you go this particular song we used during church yesterday my wife and i got to lead worship at our church and this was our first song it is so good turn it up oh. and if you're not singing this one at church yet You should encourage whoever's leading that worship team or that choir, say, hey, I've got an idea for you. Why don't you take a listen to this song? Over the weekend, I got to go over to Coleman and spend a little extra time over there. Now, I grew up in the Coleman area, right? I went to West Point School, kindergarten through 12th grade, so I spent a lot of time over in the city of Coleman. We'd go to town, go to Walmart, stuff like that. But, you know, it's really grown over the years. I was amazed to see all the new businesses over there. It's really popping in Coleman right now. We ended up going over to Heritage Park. Uh, Grace had a couple soccer games. So we went, we did that. And uh, my mom and her friend, they were able to come over and join us, watch this game. Actually, two of them. They even stuck around between the games. And so we were able just to kind of catch up, talk a little bit, have some fun and they invited us out to to cook out with them, so we did. I'm telling you, though, driving through Coleman, I saw a lot of new stuff. Scooter's Coffee? Goodness. We stopped in there, and we got us a, a, a couple of those frozen blends, and those things were good. But I don't know. It's just something about how things just seem to be booming in different areas. You know, Albertville's really taken off. I know Arab, <laughs> where I live, actually, they just... Um, we're able to swap over from the old Taco Bell to the new Taco Bell. And by the way, that place is like always busy now. <laughs> but uh, it seems to be a better location. We'll see how everything goes there. But I'm just so glad to see all this progress around us. You know what I mean? Now, don't, don't get me wrong. I know there are some, uh, there are some obstacles. There are some things that people have to get through. Like sometimes it's just staffing shortages, right? Not a lot of people to choose from at these workplaces and so service might not be the greatest but i'm seeing a lot of progress and i think that's what we all like to see right so hey this is my challenge to you find the good in your neighborhood maybe you're listening to us in scottsboro today well what's going on in your neck of the woods what is there to be thankful for you know find that thing and be happy about it learn how to bloom where you're planted That's one thing I've learned because so many times we have this idea of, oh, life would be better if I could move to that place. Life would be better if I could be closer to that loved one in that place. But sometimes we just got to own the spot that we're at and just enjoy it and find the good in it. So that's my challenge to you today is to bloom happily where you're planted. And really enjoy all the good stuff happening around you. Celebrate it just a little bit. Here's Matthew West with the God who stays right here on the Lifeline Morning Show. If I were you, I would have given up on me by now. 
I would have labeled me a lost cause, cause I feel just like a lost cause. There are so many translations of the Bible. Have you ever taken a look at a particular verse and kind of compared it with all the other translations? Say you're in the New International Version and you're just taking a look at like Matthew chapter 6 verse 9, right? We're talking about the Lord's Prayer. Well, in the NIV it says, this then is how you should pray. In the New Living Translation it says, pray like this. In the English Standard Version, pray then like this. In the Berean Standard Bible, so then this is how you should pray. It's just a different way of saying the same thing, right? So if you were speaking in King James English, how would you tell somebody who was at your house that it was time for them to go, that they had worn out their welcome? Well, I want you to stick around because you're going to hear a few options and you're going to chuckle. I guarantee it. It's coming up. Here in the next few minutes, right after Corey Asbury and Reckless Love, here on the Lifeline Morning Show. So stick around. It's worth it. Before I spoke a word, you were singing over me. Translations of the Bible serve a purpose. When you look at the history of how we've got the Bible that we hold in our hands today, you're going to realize that these scripts were written in Greek. And in Hebrew. And lots of times, well, they were translated into Latin. And then they were translated from Latin into English. So there's been a lot of translation between the original and now. And let's be honest, in the King James era, when they actually spoke like it's written in the King James, things meant uh, just a little bit differently than they do today. The definitions were just a little bit different. And that's the reason why we have these modern translations of the Bible. You might know some of them, like the NIV. It's a pretty popular one. The NLT, New Living Translation, that's the one that I use here at the station for your words of life. And then you have the Amplified Translation of the Bible that takes and expounds upon these words to give you more options and to help you see uh, more clearly how deep these particular scriptures can go. So with all that in mind, I wanted to present to you something that I found. A guy kind of put it out there. You know, if I were trying to tell somebody that they needed to go home, that they'd been in my house too long, that they had worn out their welcome, but I had to do it in King James, what would that sound like? And oh my goodness, it's so good. So here, take a listen to what that might sound like. So I just came across a post to say, how do I tell someone to leave my house in the King James Version so they don't feel offended? You know, the saints live, they live to be offended. These comments have me in shambles. This said, thine does not have to enter thine own dwelling, but thou hast to depart from this one. <laughs> you ain't gotta go home. And it came to pass that those who sat within unwelcome gates approached the hour of transition. For it is written, there is a time and a season for all things. Rise ye up and walk it. Go ye to the open gate that leadeth to the path beyond these walls, and peace shall be unto thee. Amen. <laughs> for mine eyes have seen it enough of thee. Arise and goeth to thine own house and to thine own family. Knowest not what time it is? Cares not of my work duties tomorrow? With the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, <laughs> may the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob keep you as you depart from this place. 
And he spake and said, Why are ye here? Hast thou not kept thee? And then he spake and said, Arise and get thee out of my midst. <laughs> oh, I'm done. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So there you go. There's some options for you. If you want to get all King James, <laughs> here's Chris Tomlin with Always. I'm so glad we can have a little fun on the radio. Hope you're having a great morning so far. Let this song speak to your heart this morning. So what did you want to be when you grew up, when you were a kid? Yeah, do you remember that? I remember mine. So I wanted to be a Major League Baseball player. Of course, that would have been fun, right? But I think above that, I wanted to be a fighter pilot. I had these jet planes, these toys that I'd play with, and I'd act like I was up in the air, and I was shooting the gun, and I was doing this and that and flipping and doing all kinds of like uh, barrel rolls, and it was a lot of fun to think about, right? That imagination was going crazy. Well, I know one lady, one local lady, who's actually in college right now, and her goal is to be a fighter pilot. And you know what? I've got proof that that could be a reality. I've got a story for you of one lady who is the first fighter pilot for one organization, and uh, it's going to be an inspirational story, to say the least. So stick around. We'll get into it next, right after Toby Mac and Blessing Offer with The Goodness. You made the rain, so when it falls on me, should I complain or feel you calling me? It's all on me to stay and really catch what you're showing. It's my roots that you're growing because life is more than this moment. Okay, so I stopped by Brindley Mountain Homes not too long ago and I was talking with Cindy and her husband and they were telling me about their daughter who's in college right now. She wants to be a fighter pilot and I thought that was awesome because I wanted to be a fighter pilot when I was a kid too. But this girl... She is making it happen. She is well on her way. And, you know, I came across a story that reminded me of her. And I want to share it with you because I don't know if you remember when Top Gun came out back in the 80s, but I remember watching that movie. And I can tell you, I don't remember seeing not one female fighter pilot pictured in that movie. Now, don't get me wrong. There were females involved, but one was the instructor, one of the main characters, right? But in this newest version in Maverick, the new Top Gun movie, They've got some female fighter pilots, and I thought that was great because they need that kind of representation, you know? I got to look in, uh, on Google to find out how many female fighter pilots are there, and just in the United States Air Force, it has grown since 2017 at 770 females to last year, 992 females, so it's growing more and more, and so it's, it's a pretty cool thing, and whenever you come across a story of a first, oh, you want to celebrate with them just a little bit, right? So I came across this story. So there is a lady out of Kentucky made history earlier this month when she became the first woman to pilot an F-35 fighter jet for the Air National Guard. Yeah, she's 30 years old. First Lieutenant Kelsey Flannery, a former boxing instructor from Kentucky, is now flying that plane. How cool is that? I think it is so important for us to let our little girls know that, you know what? The sky isn't even the limit for them. They can be whatever they want to be. And it's pretty cool. When you have that kind of open-ended optimism and you see this kind of representation of these ladies who are just pushing the boundary and who are being the first in their field to do this kind of stuff, it is so encouraging, so inspiring for our young ones. And this hits close to my heart because I've got a seven and a half year old little girl right now. Her name is Grace. And at last check, she wants to be a dolphin trainer. 
Um, let's see. Over the years, she's wanted to be, um, let's see, an astronaut, a military rock star. Uh, she'd wanted to be a trampoliner, a doctor, a teacher, a veterinarian, and the list goes on and on. And you know what? I celebrate every one of those. Every time she tells me she wants to be something different, I'm like, oh, that sounds cool. That sounds like a great idea, you know, because I want her to know that she can be whatever she wants to be. Does she have particular skills and abilities that might afford her the opportunity to be better at one thing than another? Of course she does. But you know what? I don't want her thinking with limits right now because I don't want to hamper her from being all that she can be, you know? And I know that's your heart too. It's just, it's one of those things that you're living out and it doesn't really get talked about much. So I want to talk about it here. Yeah. Let's encourage our kids because regardless, even of their upbringing, great things can happen outside of their socioeconomic status. <laughs> that's a political correct way of saying whether they got a lot of money or they don't got a lot of money. Let me tell you, I grew up without a lot of money. I've got a mom who made it work and I'm so glad she did. She raised me and my little brother basically by herself. She's strong. She did that. And you know what? I was the first person in my family, in my extended family, to go to college. And I was able to do something a little different. It was really cool. So I just want to encourage you to encourage your kids. Let them know, hey, you know what? There are all kinds of opportunities for you. And honestly, there are a lot of resources out there too. Whether that's through a scholarship or a grant, you know what? We need to tell them, go for it. It's worth it. Let's see what you can do. <laughs> and then support them along the way. And that makes the biggest difference. I love it. All right, more great music. I've got for you right now, Dan Bremnes with Hold You Tight. How fitting is this song for what we just talked about? Wow. So it's something that you learn early on in your marriage. There are certain questions that are a no-go. Yeah, you're, you don't need, you need to find a way to get past the question. You don't need to lie, but it's just one of those red flags. It's like, does this dress make my butt look big? That kind of thing? Yeah, you just stay away from those, right? Well, we're going to talk about honesty and how we can really embrace honesty and not get hurt at the same time. So that's coming up next. <laughs> I don't know if your wife swings like mine does, but man, she packs a punch. So I'm talking a little bit about, you know, those times when you're asked a question by your significant other and they want your honest opinion. And you know that if you give your honest opinion, you're probably going to regret it, right? So what do you do? Lots of times, um, some people revert to that little white lie, but there is a problem there. Because last time I checked, even a little white lie was a lie. And a lie is a sin, and that's not something we practice, right? So we have to practice honesty. But how you practice it makes a difference. So I want to uh, submit to you an idea. Now this is from a very motivational guy. He talks with a lot of business owners. He can even talk about relationships because really when it comes down to it, a business is built on relationships, right? So this guy, yeah, Simon Sinek, has a way of 
really describing some things. And so I just want to let him tell you about this delayed honesty and how you might be able to use it, how it might actually help your relationship. Take a listen to this and see what you think about it. Honesty always has to be honest, right? Like honesty is really easy. Just tell the truth. But honesty doesn't have to happen in the moment. So I went to see a friend of mine's play and it was easily the worst thing I've ever seen in my entire life. If she wasn't in it, I would have walked out. It was awful. And at the end of the performance, I hung around with the, you know, close friends and family in the, in the foyer and she eventually came out still in costume, still in makeup. After the thanks for coming, the first question was, what did you think? Now, I'm an honest person, but she's all jacked up on adrenaline. She's all jacked up on emotion. Now is not the time. But the problem is, I can't lie. You know, we do it all, we lie all the time to protect other people's feelings. You know, you get given a gift, it's the ugliest sweater you've ever seen in your life. And they go, what do you think? You go, oh my God, I love it, thank you. You don't love it, right? So don't say you love it to protect them, right? But you don't have to be honest in the moment. So what I said was, oh my God, I'm so proud of you. It was so amazing to be here and watch you do your thing. I've never sat in the audience and seen you do your thing before. And it was so much joy to see you on stage. All of that was true. And that was it, done. The next day, when all the adrenaline had come down and there was no more emotion, I called her up and said, can I tell you what I thought of the play? She goes, yeah. And then I told her point by point why it sucked. But we had a, we had a rational conversation the next day. And I think we make this mistake all the time in our relationships, which is we think we have to be honest in the moment, but we don't read the room and understand that there's too much emotion involved to have a rational conversation. Somebody's mad at us and we're going, this is not the time for rational feedback. You meet emotion with emotion, you meet rational with rational. You can't mix the two. And sometimes we're rational, but they're emotional, which means we have to stand down, right? So what I've learned about honesty is we have to be honest, but we can actually delay. You have to meet rational with rational and emotional with emotional. I've never quite thought of it like that before, but it makes perfect sense. Yeah. So what do you think? Maybe you use that advice next time? I know I'm going to. Here's Stephen Curtis Chapman. Another sleepless night. Free and hope comes with the morning light. And right now you're feeling like you've lost this fight. And fear is screaming out your name. Music is like a universal language, right? And it's one thing to listen to it on the radio. It's another entirely to make music yourself. So I wonder, have you ever wanted to take lessons to learn how to play the guitar or the piano or maybe even the drums? Well, let me tell you, some people got a really cool opportunity to get some lessons they didn't even know they signed up for. I'm going to tell you about that. And another family who, yeah, they don't need the lessons. They got this thing down. All that's coming up here on the show. So stick around. We'll get to it after your weather and word of life, which are after some business and ministry impact partners. So stick around. We'll get to it. We'll have a little fun here on the radio. Sound good? All right. Thank you. Music is amazing stuff, right? I mean... Really, listening to the radio, I know that you love music, but how about playing music yourself? Learning how to play an instrument. Say, I don't know, maybe like the instrument you hear on the track underneath me right now. It's a ukulele, right? Talking about four strings on a little guitar-shaped thing. It's actually pretty easy to learn. So, I got a story for you here (laughs) that I think you're really going to love. You know, Southwest Airlines, they love to go above and beyond. And so they partnered up with Guitar Center, and they had a plane fitted with ukuleles for every single passenger on a flight to Honolulu. 
Yeah, from Long Beach, California. When the people got on the plane, they were like, what's this? What's going on? What What is this instrument in my seat? Everybody got one, plus a little sheet of paper that gave them a little more information about the instrument. And Guitar Center had representatives on hand to give the entire uh, crew of people, all of the passengers, their first ukulele lesson. How cool is that? Yeah, stuff like that just makes me smile. I mean, just the fact that they were going to Hawaii and they're learning how to play the ukulele. It's like, and they got to keep it, by the way, even got a case for it in the whole nine. So how cool is that? It's funny that I found this story because just over the weekend, I came across one of the coolest ukulele videos I think I've ever seen. And I want to share it with you because it's a group of kids. It's a family. They're playing the ukulele and they're singing a song that you've probably heard before. So here, take a listen to this. Now this, I would call raw talent right here. This is what that sounds like. Lollipop, lollipop, What do you think? I love it. Yeah, that is harmony. Oh, vocally. Harmony is great. And then they're all playing the ukulele together. So cool, right? Well, tell you what, you can find more of their videos over on YouTube. They're pretty popular. Family Fun Pack is their name, their YouTube channel. And you can go check them out there. But where I found it was over on TikTok. And it just caught my attention. So far, that video has like 2.5 million views which is huge. But uh, yeah, you can find it over on TikTok under the heading Christine Pack. And you can find that video there. All right, more great music headed your way. Just had to share it with you. It's one of those feel-good stories and some family harmony, learning how to play the instrument and sing together. That's cool stuff. All right, here is Katie Nicole and Big Daddy Weave with God is in this story right here on the Lifeline Morning Show. On your 88.5 JFM, making your day better. Growth is a great thing, right? Or is it? It's weird because if you're growing, you know something's happening. Something is positive. Something's going on, but here's the deal. If you're growing, but you don't have the support you need to sustain that growth and to make sure everybody has what they need, well, that can be a bit of a problem, can't it? Yeah, I came across this story over at uh, Sam Mountain Reporter, and I just wanted to kind of touch a little bit of it, because we're not a news station. We're a contemporary Christian music station, but we still want to keep you in the know as to what's going on in our own community. So I got to looking, and this particular headline really caught my attention. Marshall County Schools Growth Outpacing Funding. Yeah. So basically, one of the quotes in here says, we're growing, but we're spending. I look at fuel, we're over double from what we were last year. So the growth is just being eaten up by what we have to pay to run this district operationally. Wow. That's big, isn't it? Yeah, that's from the CSFO Bob Haygood with Marshall County School District. So I don't know. It's one of those things where, yes, they report the news, but then it's kind of up to us to figure out, hey, what are we going to do about this? You know, if you find out there's a problem... There needs to be a solution. So how can we be the solution for everybody who has a kid who goes to Marshall County Schools and for everybody surrounding all their neighbors? How do we make this thing work? 
I think it's definitely a work in progress, and a few ideas, I think, have to be made, but it's one of those things we, we need to know about. So, just taking a look at this particular article, you can take a look at it for yourself, see what you think, but it's sandmountainreporter.com. It's one of their headlines. Again, it's Marshall County Schools Growth Outpacing Funding. So, I know we've got some very creative people who listen to the station. Some people who have some pretty neat ideas about how to make things happen. So, I just wanted to kind of give you a heads up. This is a problem that could use your solution. So, take that for what it's worth. Thanks for hanging out with me here on the Lifeline Morning Show. And hey, I'm so glad to talk about life with you. To talk about the good, talk about the bad, talk about the stuff that frustrates you and the stuff that really makes you smile. Because life is full of all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. Hey, I hope you've had a great morning so far. This is going to bring me to the end of the Lifeline Morning Show for today. But we've had a blast. Yeah? We've been talking um, with some, some people on their way to school, on their way to work this morning with the car line competition. It was always so much fun. And all the love shared. Hey, if you missed that this morning, I want to encourage you to go and check that out on the podcast after the show. At 10.10, every weekday morning, I will put up a podcast of the recorded breaks so that you can go and and check them out. Maybe you had to uh, step into work before you could hear your kid on the radio this morning. Or maybe there was something you wanted to hear again. Well, all of that's available to you on the podcast. Again, it's at 885JFM.com. In the main menu, just click Lifeline Podcast, and the new episode will be up at about 10.10 this morning. It also goes to Apple Podcast and Google Podcast. So I just wanted to give you a heads up on that. But I do want to leave you with one final thought, and this is what I started off with this morning. But likely you weren't here at 6 a.m., so here is the inspiring quote of the day from Walter Anderson, who said this, Our lives improve only when we take chances. And the first and most difficult risk we can take is to be honest with ourselves. Wow. Think about that for a second. Because we all face choices. And so we choose whether to take a chance or not take a chance. But what fuels that? Well, really, sometimes it's that fear of failure, right? Taking a chance might mean failure. But what if, instead of failure, it meant success? Sometimes we need to have a better attitude, don't we? Mm-hmm. Because honestly, out on a limb with Jesus is a safer place than at your house, all by yourself, in your comfort zone. So just know he's got you today, okay? And make the most of this day. Have the best one ever. And I'll see you right back here tomorrow from 6 to 10 for another Lifeline Morning Show. All right. Tell you what. I'm going to play for you just a little bit of crazy people before I hand it off to my good friend, Amanda Carroll. So stick around right here, 88.5 JFM.